What's up guys, welcome back to another episode of Fantastic Reviews. I am your host, Logan Austin, aka the one and only JLo Fantastic. Welcome back. First episode of 2019, man, it feels good. One of my goals for 2019 is to get this podcast out to a wider audience. So hopefully that will happen and just get more play on Anchor because now we got that sponsor on with Flipboard. So just hoping for an amazing year, guys, and hoping for an amazing year for Inside the Crazy Ant Farm. Go listen to that. We talk about entertainment, news, interview, celebrity guests, make box office predictions. We have a top five segment where we encourage fans to come on the show and come up with a top five segment, top five favorite music artists, top five favorite movie genres, just stuff like that. So we want fan interaction. If you ever want to come on that show, just please reach out to myself or Dustin. That would be a whole lot of fun. And of course, this show, there's spoilers, so I just want to let you know, starting 2019 off right, spoiler review, fantastic reviews, man. So let's get it started. Man, Netflix has been rocking and rolling, so I'm going to be talking about a lot of Netflix today and one theatrical release that didn't do so well. So let's start this one off with the new Netflix one everybody is talking about, Bird Box. Oh my goodness, Sandra Bullock, just amazing performance by her, I must say. I, I love her and everything she's doing in wake of an unknown global terror a mother must find the strength to flee with her children down a crazy rafty river to in search of safety due to an unseen deadly force and in this whole crazy journey she does it blindly like they have to be blindfolded the whole time because if they see the monster or whatever is causing this it will cause them to commit suicide or it will cause them to go crazy. As you can tell, this is a thriller. It's basically a post-apocalyptic with monsters, and when you see the monsters, like I said, it makes you commit suicide. But some people, like, they love what they see, and they try to make the others see it too, that so that they commit suicide, or that they also turn crazy like them. But, I mean, it's a little confusing because they never really explain that. Like, everyone I've talked to about it, they've never really understood. It seems like the people who survive seeing the monsters are literally insane. Like, we learn in the film that they, a certain group escapes from an insane asylum, and they say that the monsters let them out. So, that that might be the reason. They might just all be crazy. There are a lot of plot holes in this movie. We never really know why some people can survive. Like, they never really explain that. Why are the monsters invisible? What happened to MGK and the other girl that ran off with the car? Why did the creatures even show up? Why do the creatures affect birds? Do they affect other animals? Like, we do not know. So many questions. But the movie does have a huge cast. Sandra Bullock, Matt Makovich... Sarah Paulson, Jackie Weaver, MGK, B.D. Wong from the Jurassic Park movies, like, but honestly, I enjoyed the movie, like, there was some insane deaths, like, it literally starts, like, five minutes into the movie, you're like, oh, shit, like, this is happening really quick, and right now, like, in real life, there's a bird box challenge going on, where people are trying to do things blindfolded, and, gosh, people are crazy netflix even had to put on a 
put out a statement on Twitter saying, I can't even believe I have to say this, but please do not do this challenge. We want 2019 to be injury-free, especially if it has anything to do with our movie. We appreciate the love. I'm paraphrasing, of course, but yeah, like just along those lines. But going to another Netflix show, the documentary, the memes one about viral sensations or whatever, like people are just wanting to get attention because they're so lonely. So that's that shit's just crazy. I do not understand but yeah i really did like this movie the tomato meter gives it a 62 percent the audience gives it a 64 but i give it a four out of five i liked it definitely had its plot holes and i did not like the ending this really would have made a better series so i mean take it or leave it but there is a social media phenomenon going on with all these memes and stuff so go watch it if you want i like it i recommend it four out of five all right the next one we're going to talk about is the newest black mirror project Bandersnatch, the movie. Okay, guys. It's set in 1984. Stefan is developing a computer game based on a book, Bandersnatch, a novel where you get to make choices and that this determines the story. He has an opportunity to take his game to Tuckersoft, a software company, and have to have them release it. However, the more he works on the game, the more his life emulates the game. With choices being made that are out of his control, Stefan appears to be going insane. Now everyone knows this is Netflix's first like interactive movie where you get to control how the story plays out, but there's only like two choices on every opportunity you get to choose how the story plays out. Now first things first, I have to say I love what they're trying to do here to be honest. Like it's like building the fifth wall and breaking it down, but I don't think uh, it was a little too ambitious like i must say i don't know if it was just me but i felt like you had to pick a lot of choices like stuff that didn't even matter like stuff that didn't even affect the storyline like what cereal to eat and what music to play like i mean granted maybe they just wanted to ease into the selection process because those were the first two options that were a part of the selection process but i don't know but at a, I did like at a certain point in the film, it was literally like you were talking to the character, but then when like a Netflix option popped up, I thought that was a little cheesy. Like, I felt like that was kind of like a shameless plug. I see how they wanted to tie into the real, into the real world, but it, it really just felt like a shameless plug. And I literally counted how many like options and questions they let you choose from. And it's like 30 different options you have to answer. So you have to be make sure you're paying attention. This is definitely not a Netflix and chill movie. But there is a certain point in the film towards the ending where you can get caught in like this loop. Because they want you to see the alternate endings. But when you see the exit to the credit button at the top right hand of your corner of the screen. That's when it's over. Trust me. I got caught in the loop and I watched this shit like eight times both endings because I was just kind of confused on how it ended like I didn't understand because they they should have really just had a certain part that it said the end but I mean whatever the tomato meter gives it a 73% the audience gives it a 68 now the reason I think the audience gives it a 68 is because it is a little weird I must say like spoiler alert obviously but in the movie the character you make him kill his dad and you have to choose whether to just bury the body or chop up the body so that might be a little too much for people but i mean some people can handle it but for this one i mean eh, it, eh, i 
3.5 out of 5. It This is for a certain audience. This one isn't really for everybody. I like what they're trying to do, but I feel like they need to make it better. They have a long way to go. But yeah, 3.5 out of 5. I mean, if you want to watch it, go ahead. If you don't, you're not missing much. Alright, the next one is a Netflix documentary series, The Story of Ron Williamson, a man who sat on Oklahoma's death row for 11 years for a crime he did not commit. Based on John Grisham's The Innocent Man, Murder and Injustice in a Small Town. Now let me just say, he wasn't the only man that was released for a wrongful conviction. The small town of Ada has done this to quite a few people, like it says in the documentary. This documentary follows like two different types of murders that happened in this town within like the span of two years. The family of the victims were very relatable and were easy to get attached to, so that's that was pretty good to see in a documentary series because you want to care about what's going on because, I mean, if you didn't care, why would you watch it? And, I mean... I'm thinking Netflix wanted this series to be the next Making a Murderer, but I I don't know if it if it's got that kind of longevity or that kind of buzz happening around. There was like a social media buzz with Making a Murderer, so I don't know. Well, I mean, we'll, we'll see. There's potential for a season two, but I I don't know. We shall see. Yeah, it was entertaining, but I don't think it was anything special. Definitely feels like. The story should have been told better, I guess. I don't know, because just the way they were going back and forth between both murders, it was, I don't know. I just, it didn't do it for me. The tomato meter gives it a 68. There's no audience meter yet, but, eh, I mean, I give it a 3 out of 5. It's not bad, but it's not the best, but, I mean, if you are interested in that type of stuff and are looking for something new to watch and you're bored, like on vacation or whatever, I mean, it's not bad. So I recommend it if you're bored. Three out of five. All right. The last and final one, the only theatrical released on the agenda today. Oh my goodness. I went and saw this one Christmas Day. Welcome to Marwin. Now, let me just say this is based on a true story. It's about a victim of a brutal attack and finds a unique and beautiful therapeutic outlet to help him through his like recovery process. The character Mark, he's played by Steve Carell, was almost beaten to death by these what we'd believe to be white supremacists, and the way Mark faces his problems were by creating this fictional town with dolls and takes pictures of them because he used to be an artist and a drawler, but then he just lost his ability after that. The, the movie just never never really got me there i it just never i never had an emotional attachment to the character i was expecting like the whole like woman empowerment because the trailer made it look like it had a lot to do with the strong female characters that helped him in his day-to-day process of recovering and everything but it wasn't really like that like there was probably only two of the like seven female characters that were in it regularly and by regularly i mean in maximum one girl was in four scenes and the other girl was probably in i don't know six or seven scenes so eh. it dealt a lot with addiction because they but they really did approach it in an odd way with like the dolls but the overall main message is ptsd and how to overcome it with from anything dramatic that has happened in your life but honestly this film they just did too much toy stuff like the story could have been told so much better they just i don't know they started it off 
like with 15 minutes of the toy stuff and i i just didn't i just never it just never got me hooked there was no point in the film where i was hooked so i hmm, this one uh the tomato meter gives it a 26 percent the audience gives it a 50 it is definitely a splat i give it a one out of five do not go see this movie guys like in industry news on inside the crazy ant farm we talked about it it's set to lose like 60 million dollars which is insane like mm, yeah just do not go see this one it's not worth your time it is not worth your money do not go and see it but that is all we have this week guys thank you so much for tuning along thank you for coming back for 2019 it's gonna be an amazing year i cannot wait for 2019 make sure to go listen and subscribe to this podcast comment give me some suggestions things i should review anything like that and make sure to go listen to inside the crazy ant farm available on all podcasts where we talk about industry news interview celebrity guests and there's so much more guys and you can you have an opportunity to come on that show be sure to reach out to myself or dustin like i said but thank you guys for an amazing start to the new year get crazy stay crazy i appreciate all of you deuces